We'll have more on Take Charge Thursday in just a little bit. But first, two young children walk into a downtown restaurant bathroom and see four people having sex. How many of you know when the second I'm No Superman comes in? You know what I mean? From the... Um, oops, let's, let's stop this here. From the theme song to Scrubs. How many of you know when the second I'm No Superman comes in? I can't do this all on my own. No, I know I'm no Superman. I'm no Superman. Now, you know, it's kind of hard because it's not a particular easy thing to do to come in for that second I'm no Superman. Let's see if you can do it. Superman. Kind of fun, isn't it? Why do I know how to come in for that second I'm no Superman? I don't know, but I just do. I guess we all have certain gifts. <laughs> and that's one of mine. You're listening to The Break Room, also known as The Mark Hudson Show, on The Breakout Media Network, featuring Mark Hudson. Now wake up in the morning. Yeah, I'm a nerd. Chopper Dave Bush. That's because I don't like black people. That's stupid. And sweet. Oh, so clean. Oh, so, so beautiful. Dustin Taylor. That's a good, that's a good uh, surveying. Huh? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Is that all there was? <laughs> KTBR Break Room! That was like the shittiest intro we ever had. <laughs> <laughs> the music sounded like it was in another room. Welcome to the Break Room. <laughs> It was like Chopper Dave. It was like through a well. Uh, episode one, oh number God, one. Oh my God, that tastes like it tastes like black pepper. <laughs> How's it going, guys? <laughs> we'll do the whole show that way. <laughs> KTBR. <laughs> so, uh, welcome to episode one four one. Everything's better with the full house intro on the KTBR. <laughs> 141. 141. Only nine away from 150. I don't think there's any way we're making that. I don't know. I think that's a pretty stink. It might quit. take about three or four months. Only right. 859 away from 1,000. Good point. That is the best point you've ever made on this show. We will get to 1,000. <laughs> then we'll quit. We'll be like 50 years old. <laughs> Well, Dave still may move to Austin. <laughs> <laughs> I quit the show, damn it. Fuck you, Thomas. Fuck you. Exactly. Suddenly our Hick accents, accents get worse and worse. We sound like old gold miners all of a sudden. <laughs> I'm from some gold. Why are you being an ale? <laughs> quit. Fish with a dynamite. <laughs> Uh, but by, then, by then we'll be called the media sharks again yeah, exactly. <laughs> Welcome to the media no. sharks Then we'll be the entertainment 
I can't imagine what F thirteen will sound like by that point. Yeah, all this smoking. He probably needs to should quit the cigs <laughs> if he wants to have a voice left. Yeah, and maintain its perfect radio quality right now. Popsyndicate.com. <laughs> That'll no. By then he'll be like, hello, Mike. I'm Popsyndicate.com. Cancer kazoo. Yep. This whole yeah, this whole uh, show will be in, like yeah. our intro, guys. <laughs> It'll all be Charles doing it. <laughs> By then, it should sound very natural, like the Indian woman in that intro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She sounds very natural. Which, by the way, that is like the best voice we've ever had. The most, the most clear guest voice we've ever. And had. we never used her for anything. But we never been able to find it again. We don't yeah. want that quality. That's true. We like Charles's kind of drunk sounding, <laughs> He's black. overly electronic underwater voice. <laughs> Real quick, a, little, the a little vibration. Yeah. In it. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Me, you, you know, Mark. So um, we, apparently, we, whilst we were watching Scrub, the Scrubs finale a few minutes ago, we missed like 80,000 calls from the head. Oh. Maybe he was trying to call in live. I guess he was. Yeah. He probably thought we were, uh, we, were, we were live. But we do have a voicemail. Let's see how good this is. Dub, 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 jot. Not it. Hey, break room. I can honestly say I have masturbated in the bathroom of every single place I've ever worked. <laughs> Thank you, Johnny <laughs> motherfucking ma'am. <laughs> Why does that not surprise me? <clears throat> he had one of the funniest Twitters the other day What's ever, this? where he was said, "It's official. Someone is wearing swim shorts as regular shorts." <laughs> <laughs> and then dot dot dot. That could be. It's highly possible. That's the ass smell. <laughs> <laughs> you can find uh, Johnny Motherfucking M at uh, Twitter dot com slash Johnny Mother, M O T H A, I believe. Something like that. Something oh, like that. that. Entertaining Twitterer. Tweetist. Twattest. Twitter. I don't know. It's Twattest. I doubt it. I didn't say Twattest. I said Twattest. No, you said Twattest. No, I said Twattest. Go back and Check listen. It could be an entertaining Twattest. Rewind, rewind the show. <laughs> rewind it. Or it could be Twattest. Twattest like flattest. Tweenest? Okay, let's flashback. All right. <laughs> Twinsest. I like the, like, I don't know, Roadrunner sound at the end of that. It's <laughs> because <laughs> we're zipping back into the past. I guess that's true. All right, so what do we got this week? All right. Gasoline and go in. This week we have, uh, well, we're going to hit you all up right. in the face with a lot of reviews this week. All right. Um, all it reviews all up in all the face. face. Right. A review, a review explosion, explosion on your face. <laughs> Continuing our uh, our mini part series. On Breakout Thursday or whatever it is. <laughs> right. No, it's Business Thursday. Uh, wait, okay. wait a minute. No, it was like Thursday it was, or something. No, it was Damn it. Smash Out Thursday or something. <laughs> I pulled that, but I forgot to bring it here. Damn it. Uh... Yeah. The show sucks. It's Thursday. But anyways. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Mark that. We'll just label it that. It's, it's, some, it's some expletive and then Thursday. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, so we have a lot of reviews today. We have no uh, comedy as we usually do. Well, we have comedy, but no planned comedy, no bits. <laughs> we decided to throw the script out the window this week and uh, just hit you up in the face. <laughs> so <laughs> It was nice not to have to, to uh, memorize lines I know. for a week. It's really a beat. The show is quite scripted. You have to have, like, I have to have people at work, like, you know, work with me and reading the lines <laughs> back and forth. You're like, come on. I'm a young male with a penis. <laughs> and then usually Thomas is off mic calling the lines to us in a loud whisper <laughs> yeah. when we forget. So Just for the a-hole. Just for the a-hole. <laughs> that was not one of the lines. Why, why is that always what we're saying? Why is he on the mic all of a sudden? <laughs> I don't know. Take the mic away. You got a crazy teeth fetish or something? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we've got Dollhouse. We got two episodes of Dollhouse to cover. Oh boy! Oh shit! I never watched the latest episode. <laughs> Way to go, Dave! Damn it! Way I knew I was forgetting you to missed, do something. You missed a key episode. I was watch. I watched like six episodes of Battlestar yesterday. Are I forgot to watch Dollhouse. 
Well, you've made up then by watching Battlestar. But uh, we have two episodes to cover there. There was and a big alpha unveiled. Oh, I saw week. who it was. It was actually pretty yeah, good. Yeah, we actually got alpha progress. I did see who it was. For this show, it was rumor. greatness. Um, but go ahead, go ahead and give you a little preview there. Do you want to cover Dollhouse first or Scrubs first? I get it. Let's get the bad out of the way to get to the good. Get out of the... Okay, well, since I wasn't prepared for that, I don't remember oh, the oh. name of the episode of said doesn't matter. Dollhouse. It does matter. Shitty episode 12. <laughs> um, actually, I think it would be episode 11, sir. Okay, whatever it is. Uh, How many more are left before they cancel believe, it? One, two more. One more. Well, one more left. And yeah. it's up for renewal, so it may get renewed, actually. I doubt it. They might not give up on a show after one season. Uh, for once, for once. It depends on what they do with it, if it'll be any good, but we'll see. Okay, so episode 10 <coughs> was called Haunted, uh, from Jane Espenson, Marissa Tenchurin, and Jed Whedon. This episode was terrible. It was about, apparently, it, it was Diarrhea? There was, uh, someone was named Start. Diarrhea. Did you say it was not Diarrhea? Diarrhea? No, I said it was terrible. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna there say, was what a- the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> There was a woman named Margaret Diarrhea, and Diarrhea? She, apparently she's so very wealthy, she's been uploading her memories and personality to the dollhouse. Yeah, oh boy. Month. Yeah. Uh, but she actually gets murdered, and it's up to Echo as Margaret Diarrhea <laughs> to solve her own murder. <laughs> now, so, what, I can't remember, what was, was the all the side part? stuff that was going on? So the side stuff, which was actually interesting. The only part that mattered? They changed up the intro? Uh, was Topher finds a friend when he makes Sarah into one of his friends. Oh, Apparently yes. gets, he breaks out this person out of his ear so he can have some sexy time and nerdy time and stuff. And really the most interesting um, part <laughs> of the whole episode was Ballard decides to go to the FBI with um, Ballard is November's the only interesting Prince. part of this whole show for the most part. So can we all agree that the primary plot was stupid? It was totally unpredictable. I, I watched about two seconds of it and yeah. fast-forwarded through every scene that was set at the ranch it. house or whatever. It was completely predictable. It was the sun. It had nothing to do with anything. It was it was pointless. It was pointless. I, I literally didn't watch one bit of that. As soon as I saw how pointless it was going to be, yeah. I started fast-forwarding through and just watched the, you didn't miss the other scenes that were at the dollhouse and stuff. So, to me, I mean, the, the Topher stuff was minor. It was probably plot C. But to me, the bo- the best plot of all was plot B, which was Ballard's story, where he gets um, November's Prince, uh, Melly or whatever character name is. And uh, why are you chancing it? I'm trying to make You're it. Trying- it was almost falling. That's what I'm trying to counter it. Um, <laughs> Counterweigh it. <clears throat> so anyway. More equipment malfunctions. Uh, it was like he was playing Jenga. He's, try- he's trying to find out. <laughs> What her actual identity Mark is. Mark has to keep his hand <laughs> on my mic stand. Uh-oh. I've got a call. Should we talk to him? Is it the head? It Very is good. the head. Thank you for calling the break room. Can I help you? Hello. Yo. Yo. How's it going? Are you there? Do you. No. What's up? It, I don't know. You called us. What's up with you? What is the head? I know it's the head. I have your not. It says the head. We have your twelve ID. missed calls. Right. No, I wanted to nominate Tom Deluise for the Double Dead Hall of Fame. Uh, that's yeah. We actually that's something we need to like take care of really soon. We have like fifty candidates. We have a big backlog of those. Yeah, along with uh, B. Arthur, uh, Paul Harvey. Yeah, we've not talked about and uh, Microsoft yeah. Carta. <laughs> Microsoft Vista. Vista, yeah. So, uh, are you on your way to work? Hets. I'm having a hard time hearing you. Okay, well, uh, I don't know too about that, so. 
No, I just wanted to say that Dom DeLuise was so fat. When he was on Hollywood Squares, they had to crane his ass into the center square. <laughs> is that true or is that a joke? That's a fact. Fact? That doesn't <laughs> surprise me. No, man, I'm here at work. All right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. I'm running steel, man, keeping it real. <laughs> can you rhyme some more? Uh, yeah, like well, I can Moscow rap, man. I can do some LL Cool Jack and do the whole song. Uh, go uh, start. Well, I you don't want to hear that. No, probably not. <laughs> I think we do. Can you bust out some Peter Gabriel? When I'm alone in my room, sometimes <laughs> I stare at the wall, and in the back of my mind, I hear my conscience call, telling me I need a girl that's as sweet as a dove. For the first time in my life, I see I need love. <laughs> you're okay. the, you're that, the was, new, that was great. That was greatness. You're the new star of the show. He's been the okay. star for a long time. Well, you guys have a great night, and I'll uh, catch you later. All right, man. Talk to you later. Have fun at work. Right, Thanks, Ed. Right. I like the live call. That's good. That was better than the dollhouse. It always catches us, off, it catches us off guard. We have no idea what to do. <laughs> what? We oh, don't God. know how to interview people. <laughs> Talk to people live. Um, uh, uh, sports. He uh, obviously what? hadn't heard that we have a script. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we threw it out this Even week. Even though we said we don't have a script, that was scripted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was planned by Thomas. That was great, wasn't it? <laughs> Our scripted bits. They're always wonderful. <laughs> Amazing. Thomas does a good head voice. So, so thanks for calling Het. So uh okay, Ballard. Um I can't think now, now I just have a whole yeah. cool in my head. <laughs> I know. Okay, so that was he, good. He is, this is the episode where I think he was moving out. No, no, it was that was before the next episode. Anyways. Bloody blah, trust forget Mel he is. She show back up. Yeah, she shows back up. He pulled part. a gun on her. And then he basically revenge fucks her. Because yep. he's angry, Paul Ballard, and that to me was the best moment. Because I would have to say, <laughs> you, you love revenge. I fucking. love revenge. Fucking um, no, uh, the fact that uh, Tomoa Pinnikin, who plays Paul Ballard here and played Hilo in Battlestar, to me he's playing two very different characters. They're kind of similar, but his mannerisms changed so much between the series, and like he looked really pissed off in the scene. And I thought he was very effective. He's like in, the best part of the show. I'm I know. You. He like well, he assumes a different <laughs> walk when he's Ballard. He's just a he plays pissed off very well, yeah. and I thought the revenge fuck scene was was very good. It was very uh, borderline violent for TV, um, hitting or whatever. But um, I thought he was really good, and I thought that whole storyline was greatness. <coughs> but overall, the episode I I say thumbs down. Oh, the episode was God. horrible. The Everything besides was that was god awful. So again, no uh, progression on Alpha in that episode. Uh, yeah, thumb Josh? sideways just for the understory. That's yeah, it. I guess. You would think Joss Whedon would understand that he needs to make those parts of the story, the breakaway scenes, I know. where we kind of catch up that there's a doll doing something, yeah. but we're focusing on everything else the whole yeah. episode yeah. instead of watching the doll Man. the whole episode and then see the side scene of what really matters. Yeah. They need yeah, you to, can like, just assume like, Echo's doing something. Yeah. You don't have to follow her. You could like have a flash over to that every once in a while. Yeah. Like, oh, she's still there. Just okay, like, good. Let's go back to what actually matters. I can't help but wonder if maybe the better storyline for the show would have been that the dollhouse was in the background and it's all about this guy's quest to find it you know like he keeps seeing dolls everywhere and gets it gets evidence it's it'd be like very losty that way you know instead of that having being the primary plot well i'm just saying like you get you get little bits and pieces and instead we're getting we're getting like exploded in the face with dollhouse the masturbation i would definitely love to see uh whatever that guy's name is be the lead instead of uh eliza dushku yeah yeah he needs way more camera time than she does. He's a much better actor. My theory is that maybe if it goes into season two, he somehow becomes part of the dollhouse in some way. Maybe. If not as a doll. See, but I, I liked your theory you had about... Um, well, I'll talk about that in the next episode. Right. 
So, in the next episode of The Break Room? Yeah, no, the next episode we're about to review. Right? Okay, so. Now, kick on the journey. Uh, full House? Uh, what? Full House. I thought we had Full House. I thought oh. everything went better. There we go. Next episode, episode 11, Briar Rose, and uh, written by Jane Espenson. And uh, the useless plot of the week was Echo, as oh. always. Trying to help a girl for some bizarre through all that. <laughs> reason. She's trying to help a little girl with her troubled past. I don't even know what was in- happening there. What I don't get... Okay, so supposedly millionaires pay for these dolls, right? I guess. This was a community home, I'm assuming. Yeah. So who paid to help this girl? Because they never said. All right. And I, was it a, if it was a charity I, case, then why didn't they say I that? I don't even care. Were, I'm just saying there was no explanation. <laughs> Anyways, that was the useless plot of the week. Yeah. What happened and in the real storyline? In the real storyline, yeah. Ballard, in the best storyline, finds the dollhouse. He figures out where it is, and thanks to the help of a... Um, he finds the architect of the dollhouse, and that he takes that guy, kidnaps him, and it was, it was Alan Tudyk. From, yeah, I was going to say. Firefly. Yeah. Uh, and Death at a Funeral. Great actor, great actor. Yep. Played now, Wash. see, I liked your theory, and I, thought, I had thought this also, that... Um, Ballard yeah, was right. going to be Alpha. Yeah, I like that too. And I was kind of thinking he he gets out, mm-hmm. but his brain isn't right. Make, yeah. So he's having flashbacks of kind of knowing there's a dollhouse, you know, like because kind of how they have flashbacks of knowing they did these missions. Yeah. This oh, yeah. was like reverse that he was having flashbacks that he knew, like he that's how he knew there was a dollhouse and yeah. he wouldn't let it go. I totally thought that they were going to make him Alpha. Because to me, at first, you know, at first I thought about it a couple, a couple weeks ago. And I was like, uh, you know what? You can easily explain that away because he had the camera in his apartment. But then I started thinking, you know what? That would be an awesome twist if... I know. Instead of they weren't really watching him because he's an FBI agent, they're watching him because they're keeping track of him like some test subject. And he's having a fractured <laughs> personality. So half of him is Alpha. He doesn't realize when it goes into Alpha mode and vice versa. And so I think that would have been an awesome twist to the series no. and almost made the season The reason worth I it. thought that, that was the way it was was when they show in a episode one or two or whatever, the pilot or whatever it was, yeah. where they show the back of the guy that they're trying yeah. to make look like. And that was the other reason, yeah. They're showing that they, they don't say he's alpha, but they're implying that he's alpha. Right. That dude looked just like that guy's back. Like It looked like his body. And I'm pretty sure he had black hair. And uh, it was gay. very shadowed. Does the dude Alan Tudyk is he still <laughs> no. blonde or yeah, redhead or whatever? Yeah. So I I would like to go back and look at that because I'm pretty sure he had black hair. I'm pretty sure they didn't know who they were going to. Cast I know that's that what moment. I mean. Yeah. That's I'm just saying it, that it led more for me to think well, that it was the other, which guy. we didn't reveal, <laughs> which was Alan Tudyk is Alpha. Yeah. Um, he was actually yes. assuming you one of his personalities. No. Someone said his name already. We said it was Alan Tudyk as the architect. Yeah. Ah, but oh. it turns out he is actually Alpha, and this is how he breaks his way into the dollhouse. And I guess he was, yeah, sending those messages through the other people. Yeah. To, and they, they make it clear that in. he really is Alpha. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, quite clear because... <clears throat> the preview to the next one looks kind of interesting. Yeah, it looks very Bonnie and Clyde-ish. Yeah. Um, basically, while he's in the dollhouse, he... He looks like he's all squirrely, and he doesn't yeah. like to go outside. And he, all this he's other very Topher-esque. Yeah, he's very Topher-esque, and he's like hiding behind Ballard and all scared. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he cuts the shit out of Victor's face. Like he cuts it all the shit when he gets and then talks. Yeah, yeah he's he sees him come in with uh, Amy Ackard, right? In uh, whatever her little doctor's office is, and does that. And then you know, obviously, she recognizes him. Yeah, she got fucked up by him. And then and, he uh, he has a scalpel in his hand, and he just cuts the shit out of Victor. Like, oh yeah, three quick slices. Yeah. Um. The other, and it gets a very detailed description of different cutting styles and all this other yeah. stuff for a little bit. He, I thought it was an awesome transition. Like I didn't, 
I didn't expect Alan Tudyk to be Alpha. I didn't even think about it, right? Yeah. Because of the character he's playing. So I applaud them on that front. <laughs> However, I still think we could have done with more Alpha progression. And, you know, having Ballard, if Ballard had been Alpha, it would have been a lot better. And I appreciate it, Alan Tudyk. Yeah. But it looks like, you know, supposedly this wraps up his story in the next episode. So, um, yeah, maybe. So I have another question. This is posed to me by somebody at work. Um, at one point, they they put Victor the old desk chairs. <laughs> they put Victor in the chair. Of course, <laughs> is it an old desk chair? <laughs> they, they put Victor remember, in like, an old desk chair, <laughs> and they resurrect uh, security guys' personality. Do you remember that the they, ultimate Shut up, me! That they put in the uh, the attic. They resurrect his personality, yeah, and or, at one point, do you remember? He looks at uh, he looks at Amy Acker, and he says. He says, he says, whiskey? Questionably. So this guy at work thought that actually is her, her NSA call sign, that she is actually NSA. because uh, and, she covered, she, and she quickly covered it with, oh, he just wants a drink. But I thought that might be a good twist also if she's actually NSA. Um, yeah. Past that, uh, that was the primary thing. It All was right. a very All tight right. episode, uh, tightly written, tightly shot, aside from the bullshit tightly, with Echo. Tightly clenched. <laughs> no, nothing happened with Echo really. Again, nothing. <clears throat> which was happened. fine. Which is fine, but she is the star of the show. You think they'd want her to be involved in the main storyline at some point? You know, well, she's she's in the main storylines of the episodes. Uh, they just I, know, I mean the main story arc. Yeah, the good arc, <laughs> the good storylines. You think she'd be yeah. part of that? Oh, which, she is obviously a big part of it next week, but previous to that, yeah, yeah. And he, um, Echo's old handler, um, what's yeah. his name? Um, Harry Lennox or Did he have the Harry guy who Harry Lennox plays. Anyways, who's now the head security guy? Yeah. Um, he Yeah. <laughs> he captures <laughs> uh, Ballard at the end and takes him to head chick. Yeah. So my oh, guess whoa. is that he's <laughs> he's going to somehow <laughs> be turn out too that. bad for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Such uh, a terrible punishment. Boyd Boyd Langdon, that's his name. <laughs> So there you go. There's our. I, I, I say thumbs up on this episode because we finally got answers. It was there wasn't it's, a lot of I'll have to boring plot. Get online and watch the the quarter of the show. That's good. I would say it was three fourths that episode. Probably one of the best of the season. Yeah. I would say, if not the best of the season. I don't know if it was the best of the season. I still think that one about with the news report was still the best. That one was pretty good too. I don't uh, know. Maybe it's yeah, close. Maybe number two. I just think uh, I can't remember his name again. Tudic, whatever his name is, just brings a, brings a really good alpha. He brings a really good, I don't know, he brings good acting to it, yeah, which is nice. Yeah, he's a great actor. Between, great actor. And I don't think Ballard's bad either. You know, having yeah. those two guys be kind of the main focus, maybe forget a little bit how terrible it can be sometimes. Maybe they can be a wacky lethal weapon type yeah. combo. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe at the beginning they could have. Yeah. Until he turned. That would have been a cool twist. Yeah. If he was his, his uh, partner, his BFF or something. Yeah. Uh, Put in my ass. All right. Well, there you go. Um, I say thumbs up. Dave, what do you say? I'll <laughs> I'll say thumbs up on y'all's opinion. All right. Well, we've been through this hell together, and I can tell you this is one of the few beams of light in this show. Um, so hopefully next week it doesn't all fall completely apart like yeah. it looks like it could. Is it's, next week the finale? It is the yep. season possible series finale called Omega by Tim Minear and uh, one of the former Angel Riders, so hopefully it will be good. One of the dolls is permanently deactivated. Hopefully it's Echo. <laughs> I'm kind of doubting it. That would be sweet. Um, <laughs> all right. Well. That's yeah. fucking bullshit. No. Our next review is, 
I guess it's something we've been all been watching for uh, eight years now. <laughs> ended tonight, and uh, that is the. I need sad Charlie Brown music. Wonderful, uh, wonderful series sorry, known as Scrubs, and we gathered. I'll look for that for you. We gathered the uh, Care Bears and the Care Cousins. Um, they had to take off, though. The cousins being Thomas and Chopper Lauren. Yeah, they ran away after uh, they, they, were both, they were both too sad yeah. to do the show. And uh, we gathered as a group, as a family, and we enjoyed it and held hands. I remember a bit. we had some reflections today, or I did with Dave over I am, about watching it back uh, all the way in 2001 when it started, before you, me, and Thomas went to practice for Praise Band. We watched that before we did that. Good point. <laughs> and thinking of how long ago that has wow, been. Wow, that was a long time ago. Uh, and how, all the shit that that show has gone through. We said it was Scrubs, right? Yeah, we, we said it was Scrubs. Now. Okay. And all the shit that that show has gone through. Yeah. Although, if you check it out on Wikipedia, it didn't get moved time slots quite as much as everyone remembers. It got really? moved like three times I'm ever, moving. and it stayed in those time slots for a while each time. But... Um, it just seemed like it moved around. I know it did but seem like it. I thought so it too. Like I, I could was, never find it. I thought so too. I was like, man, that show got moved all the time. Well, but not really. also, you know, the other problem it had was they would never put it on. Um, <laughs> um, it wouldn't always be on during sweeps, or you know, like they you'd would have fuck a new, it that way. You'd yes. have like a new episode of Friends and not a new episode of Scrubs, or they would fuck it so many ways. Like I think and that it was actually the big only drop paired with and, friends for one year. Oh, was that then it was paired year? with Joey. Joey. Yeah. So it's no maybe wonder that, ex- that didn't help. That maybe that explains <laughs> the big drop between four and five. And apprentice was big, but if you're watching apprentice, you're not necessarily watching scrubs. Right. right. So that was kind of a weird pairing anyway. So uh, I think you brought up today that, you know, it was one of the first modern comedies to really bring in a smart, edgy humor. And I would say that goes right along with the rest of the development. Cause they're kind of the same generation. <clears throat> oh yeah. You know, the shows that, although Scrubs definitely got more, obviously, more widely adopted than Arrested Development did. Yeah. Um, maybe because it was NBC or but maybe because it was after Friends for one year. Who knows? I don't really know what, um, I don't know what Arrested Development's numbers were. Yeah. But Scrubs went from like 12 million, 15, 16 million down to 4 and 5 million some years. Well, went, and this last year, yeah. it went up a little bit, but it was only like 6. It's averaged around 6 the last few years. Yeah, which kind of surprised me. I didn't realize it was ever that popular and fell that much. But. Yeah. Well, I, I, again, I think it got mistreated. Unfortunately, it's uh, it just got jerked around. And I, I it only deserved to fall like a couple of years ago. Yeah. Before that, it was still really good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it even a- then, even when it was bad, or yeah. bad for it, yeah. it was still better than a lot of things. Absolutely. So, according it's better to than Dancing with the Stars, according to Jim, Two and a Half Men, all that yeah. shit. Yeah, any any reality show out there, just about. Um, so let's talk about the finale, I guess, before we do our retrospective. But yeah. um, Even though we did already, kind of. Well, we've got the top ten list we can talk oh, about. Oh, that's true. Um, so the finale really started last night on Tuesday. You got some, like, I don't know, Superman or something playing under this? Don't you have sure, that? I can find let's, that. Let's get a little theme going here. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so start on Tuesday. Dave, tell us about Tuesday. <clears throat> oh, 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 oh. Um, <laughs> you mean yes, the other day? Yesterday. Uh, uh, tell us about Tuesday's episode, yeah. He Whatever. just what happened. Uh, so Zach's getting ready to move. To a different hospital so he can be close to his son. Yeah. Or JD on the show. JD, yeah. Zach Braff, JD. Um, Turk's sad about it. They don't know if they're still going to be friends or not. Yeah. 
they claim it's a 37 minute drive, but it's yeah. really like an hour and a half. Yeah. And Turk is one up again with the chief title. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else happened? Um, there wasn't a whole lot that happened. No, it was mostly the conflict and the kind of building up to him leaving, I guess. Pretty much. Uh, and then this episode was about the actual final day of his day at Sacred Heart. Yeah. Or his days at Sacred Heart. And uh, we find out that Bob Kelso has decided to resume being a doctor. I didn't really understand what he was doing. Some uh, traveling some, doctor. Yeah, or some kind yeah. of like part time <laughs> travel. It's probably one of those things where, like, you, if you're like an expert at something or you're really, yeah. you're really uh, well regarded, they'll pay you a lot of money to just come work for a little while somewhere. Yeah. Um, it's like how they pay us to go podcast. Yeah. Right. That's why we're going to uh, South by Southwest. This year we were going to. They were paying us. Uh, what else did we find out? Um, uh, Elliot's not really doing much of anything. Turk's not doing anything. Carl's not doing anything. Now, there yeah, was an did, implication. Did, uh, go did, ahead. Oh, sorry. Did they really ever say what Elliot was going to do? Uh, like, career-wise? Not really. I mean, for a while... The last she, thing that I remember they implied was that if she was going to go on and get married, she would probably quit. Yeah. That's all yeah, that they implied. Right. They didn't really, yeah. like, ever... For sure, close that one out. Yeah. yeah, so that's not that big a deal. Nobody really. I mean, everybody else pretty much stayed status quo, aside from JD and Kelso. And uh, there was just a lot of lovey-dovey moments and a lot of retrospective. A lot yeah. of retrospective. Uh, JD finally got his Doctor Cox moment, his hug and his his uh, speech through some conniving. We and, found uh, a uh, out the janitor's fake name. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Possibly Glenn Matthews. Possibly his real name. Possibly just a or name it could be Tommy. Yeah, or it could Tommy, be Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. Or Which, it could be neither. I'm, I'm okay with that, that they never gave it. If, oh, I know. If that was never his real name. And if that was his real name, then I'm glad it was kind of like the antithesis of the Seinfeld moment where it was, it's wacky name of Cosmo, you yeah. know, of, of Kramer. And so I'm okay with that if it really was Glenn Matthews. Yeah. Um, I thought overall it was a, it was a pretty Big Daddy. quality episode. I thought they should have made it his real the name, like the actor's real name. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. Hilarious. Uh, Neil Flanagan? Or make it Bill Lawrence or something. Yeah, that would have been funny. <laughs> Um, the only part, I, the only moment I really didn't like was Elliot's freakout moment. She was like trying to catch yeah, her breath. Yeah, that was kind of dumb. It was yeah. very cartoony, and that's the part of the show that I don't like about Scrubs in the later years. Uh, but overall, I really enjoyed the episode. Overwall, over, overwall, <laughs> over the wall, over, overwall. I thought it was really good. I thought it was. They still had some funny moments, but they really were. I like that they really did like kind of make it like a heartfelt tribute to the fans. Like, yeah. We're going to close this out real, and yeah, it's going to get kind of cheesy, but hopefully you can appreciate well, that. You don't expect to laugh the entire episode. You had yeah. to be a fan to understand a lot of the reflections going down the hall in that scene. If you yeah. didn't watch the show, then that wouldn't have meant anything to you. see a million people, you don't know who yeah, they are. Yeah, exactly. I love that JD has a giant bound leather book of <laughs> every insult Dr. Cox has ever said to him, yeah. Yeah. rated by how much it hurt him. That <laughs> yes. was really pretty awesome. Yeah, that was that was good. Um I, mean, I love that he got the uh, the intern to help him trick Dr. Cox yeah, into... that was good. ...saying, um, that, saying yeah, man. he like gets her to say, oh, he was not really that cool of a doctor. And then Dr. Cox is like, once he thinks JD's gone, he's like, don't say that. He was a great doctor. He's yeah. probably the best... He's the best doctor that's ever come through these doors. And that was really awesome. Yeah. yeah that was cool. Oh, yeah. And he was my good friend. <laughs> yeah. And JD's in the background telling her not to make any noise, and he's, like, just taking it all yeah. in. You smell but like he, a father figure? Yeah. <laughs> then he can't hold it anymore, and he has to go, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird, um, kind of a weird moment for that show. Like, everything was about, you smell like this. Like, that was, it seemed like that should have been a running joke yeah. for, you know, for a while now. Um, um, see, what, 
one, one thing I didn't really what? like that, which I love the way they closed it out. I love the way they did that, but with Doctor Cox and him, but. There's been multiple times where Dr. Cox has shown throughout the series that he does like J.D. Oh, yeah. He's mean to him in daily life and work, but he showed that when the time comes, he really does care about him, and he's there to support him. So it's kind of dumb that he'd be that heartless on his last day. Oh, yeah. When he really does care about him, and they showed it before. Yeah. I like that he's like, you've known this is me the whole time. I've never changed. (laughs) When he has changed multiple times, he showed that he does care. Well, yeah, especially in like some of my favorite episodes are, are those moments when they really connect. Um, and then finally, I guess they kind of wrapped it up with, I kind of thought it was, a, I don't know if Zach Braff directed it, that moment. Like, the very last moment was very Zach Braffian to me. Like, that's what you expect to see in one of his projects Later? is uh-huh. he walks out and there's a sheet and he sees the future playing on the sheet or what he's imagining as as through a film reel. Mm-hmm. And it shows them, him and uh, Elliot having a baby and Dr. And Cox Jake. having more babies. They get married. It shows their marriage. Their kids getting married. Him and, and Turk marriage. are best friends. Yeah. I I don't know if everybody liked that, but I loved it. I, I thought loved it was, the way. No, I, I really liked that. I really liked it just You fine. don't get that so often. Even with shows that have good finales like The Wire. The best. Where they do close out the storylines. Yeah. You still you want to know what happens to the characters like yeah. in the future. Oh, yeah. I and mean, you don't get that from very many shows. That was a good way to do it. Like a grainy, yeah. grainy home movie Yeah, they look, didn't do you know? the cheesy like flash forward and say 15 years later yeah yeah and it was more like yeah it was like home video footage was, or something yeah it was very it was an artistic moment that's why it seemed very zach braffian but if it was bill lawrence all credit to him of course uh and then we got to see bill lawrence at the end again as we saw in the uh tropical episodes playing uh no it was the, a janitor the nighttime janitor yeah but uh, i was gonna say one of the reviews i read about this episode before um it didn't have anything to do with this episode but they were just doing like a retrospective of scrubs kind of and they were saying that one of their problems with the last couple of years is very much the same kind of problem that you've had, mm-hmm. is that J.D.'s fantasies become Reality. too real, and so his character became kind of ridiculous for a little while. Yeah. And uh, that this last year, they've kind of brought that back in a balance. Which, I think they've done a better job. For the most part, yeah. I think they did. And, yeah. You know, that was what was great about the first several seasons, that they never really crossed that line like that. Yeah. So, that, I mean, that was kind of also their argument into the other discussion that I wanted to bring up, that the other ancillary, not ancillary, but the other characters, like Turk and, I don't know, everybody else, has been supporting the show through the ridiculousness of J.D.'s character the last couple of years. So, doing a spinoff with the new interns yeah. would be okay. So I, I don't really... I don't agree with that. No, not at all. I, especially the way they wrapped it up. It's like, now, we don't need a spinoff if it's going to have Turk and Elliot. Yeah. I mean... I don't want it. I don't want to see it. I'm content with where the series is left. I don't. I don't even want it with like Cox and the interns or something like no. that. I think that that would be. I just don't think that would work right. I don't. I, I, I think that show agree. needs to shut it down and just see leave what it. it was. Leave yeah. it with what? Yeah, its legacy is. Don't ruin it by giving it a Joey. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly you know? what it would be. Don't become Saved by the Bell. Don't and become have the Golden Palace. Yeah. Don't be the Golden Palace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's right tons there's, of examples. There's of so many stuff. defunct bombs out there on the minefield that we, or the, the on the field that we could find. Yeah, but we don't need that. And well, and as much as Zach Braff isn't like the, a perfect actor, yeah, the the level of acting that they have on that show is way higher than any of the interns they've brought in. Oh yeah, yeah, they're all not well, even close to their level. Not only that, but they have yet to find an interesting intern. That's character. true. They tried to make um, softball chick. Uh, 
the manly. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, Joe. I try to make her interesting. Joe, new bl- and new Black Doctor is horrible. Derek, Derek, is Derek was terrible. Lame. Yeah. Sunshine is good in like ten second doses. Yeah, yeah. it's just or Sunny or whatever. Name and is. they got rid of the other blonde chick. She's yeah, just not there the, anymore. The stuck up one. They got rid of Indian guy, and they got yeah, rid of. He went uh, over to Parks and Recreation. They got rid of replacement dumb guy for the last couple episodes. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. So it's like, who's there's nobody motive unless they have another new intern that we're gonna follow through. I'm like, but I've done that, I've seen that. I don't want to see that now. Good point. Yeah, it's and they can keep going with the characters they have, but some of them are gonna start like Carla. They're getting older, and it's just yeah. not gonna 40. be as interesting to watch her be weird and silly and stuff. You know, I can't believe she's forty though. It's yeah, crazy. she's hot for forty. That's what I was gonna say for forty. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to see that at all. I will, you know, and. They're talking about it, well, maybe they'll just have a ninth season. I don't want a ninth season either. No, I just don't either. shut it down. Yeah, they need to quit. They have that was a good finale. Yeah. It needs to be the series finale. Like, Absolutely. The and practice I, did it too, though. I mean, Boston Legal true. did fine, but that last season, the Boston Legal was a, not a good show. No, it's not a good show at all. But um, anyway, you have Rock of Love, and now you have Daisy of Love. I mean, <laughs> you think they would learn that the spinoff doesn't work, <laughs> right? Well, All you need is Brett Michaels. That's it. But they There's started no with Michaels Flavor of Love. So. Yes. Yeah. Good point. Too many loves. That's true. It's went downhill from since Flavor of Love. Um, you have see. to have someone with giant. Oh, well, let's talk about our favorite episodes. Before we get to the, the list we've got, what are your personal favorite episodes? Dude, I don't know. You can't like, think of one? Like, I would say... It stands out. Man, I didn't know this question was coming. The Brendan Fraser episodes were some of my favorites. I was of about all time. to say this, my all-time favorite is the last Brendan Fraser episode where he dies. Uh, that's totally, a really good one. Totally took me there's by surprise. One, it, dra- it jerked a tear. All right, it tear <laughs> jerked me off. Um, there's man, I, one, I don't know. There's so many, I've there, I love so many episodes. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the one I'm even trying to reference here. There was one with. Dr. Cox talking to a therapist the whole time, and uh, I can't remember exactly all what happened in it, but I, you know, it kind of just epitomizes. Is that the one where it ends up being his kid at the end? Yeah. You think it's he's talking to a therapist? Yeah, yeah, it ends up being his kid. And he's like, I'm telling you all this because you're going to have to deal with it or whatever. Yeah. That was a good one. That's, uh, and that just kind of showed why the show was good because it was funny and goofy, but at the same time, it had really big heart in it. Yeah. yeah and I a like, lot of comedies don't have that. Or I like can't the pull ones where, uh, I like the one where Dr. Cox kills the person and can't get over it, and he kind oh, of yeah. goes into depression. Oh, yeah. JD has to rescue him from yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, that was a very good episode. Um, all right, so we like have... the moment where JD goes over to hang out with him, and Dr. Cox is trying to act like the cool guy that has all the friends. And nobody's there. And nobody's oh, yeah. there. Yeah. But he's too proud to admit that he would like to actually hang out. I would say most of these favorites are in the earlier seasons. Yeah, absolutely. There was a, well, there was a significant change, right? I mean, yeah. years ago, they cut back on budget. And so they had to rejigger, and they lost a bunch of the writers, the original writers, and they brought in these new guys. And it was very much the same um, shift that happened in The Simpsons a few years ago, where it went from oh, yeah. good to like uh, vaudevillian pulling at your shirt collar. But it was still better than The Simpsons. It was still better than The Simpsons, but I love. Um, I, I hated the change they made. It went from cartoon and JD's fantasies, like we said earlier, to cartoon and reality, and that didn't work. And I they, love all the uh, episodes where Ted's band is like one of yeah. the main focuses because I love all their covers of songs. Which, by the way, you can find their music on Amazon. Apparently, they're called the Blanks in real life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they were great. Uh, they showed up in the last episode. Uh, we got a brief hit from uh, Tom Cavanaugh, JD's brother. You take the good, you take For the example. bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life, the facts of life, the facts of life. I believe this is the one where they were allowed to rehearse on the elevator. Yeah. 
facts are the facts of life. Anyway, we don't have to stop yeah. down for it. The um, musical episode was really good. Yeah, that's true. When they had, when you have guy love, which was a great moment. Yeah. Did they ever put that up like as individual MP3s? I don't know. I don't have it if they did. You can find it online. Uh, um, I know of, but. All right, so these top ten episodes... Well, and the music was part of the greatness of the show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They had great musical choices. Um, you can find uh, several of their seasons on CD, or out, uh, probably out. Which great cover of yeah. uh, the, uh, the ah, Book of Love. Book Good of Love point. by Magnetic Fields. Over, the, over the, the home video stuff at the end. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. It was a, I mean, they have... I don't know if it's Bill Lawrence that picked out the music, or if it was... Zach Braff must have an influence, just based on his... Um, his own individual that's movies, you know, like, I don't know, Garden State had a lot of that type of music in it. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, he always had, maybe it's his hand, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. It's uh, probably both. Probably. But anyway. Good times. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, uh, technical problems? I would say probably one of my favorite episodes is the one where uh, he has the one lady patient that is sick but then she gets better but then at the very end of the episode the one doctor that he has to kick off gets her sick again because he picks up the infected uh he picks up like um he picks up the syringe or whatever and throws it away and then he sees her and goes and has gives her a hug and it like gets her reinfected and so then she's back in the hospital oh yeah yeah that's a good point or a good never mind then, good survey that was a good episode they do a good job of uh yeah going back and forth just like some of the fantasy stuff is really good and some of it works really well like there was an example one chick that I forgot I think that JD was talking about it being like a musical and he was thinking of her singing in the musical oh, yeah, at the yeah, end yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that was dies. a really good episode where she died that was a really good episode yeah and there's so many of them yeah there were, there were a lot of, in my favorite well another one not my favorite but my other favorite was like season one when like he, he and Elliot first get together and the whole episode like centers on them being in bed together, but then they're discussing um, their relationship, and then at the very like they're eating pizza and shit in bed, and then at the very end they break up. I think that's, that was a very well done episode. I think that's listed in this guy. Is it? Actually, why don't we go ahead and hit his list and see if we? All right, well let's. They have YouTube clips on there too. If you don't remember them, but uh, all right, uh, number my old lady. Um, I don't remember. Still didn't have it by season, but uh, JD Turk and Elliot are each assigned a patient as JD ponders a statistic about how one out one out of three patients will die. Uh, and it turns tragically optimistic in the f- what he says is the show's first real te- tearjerker. I don't remember that one. Uh, it must have been one of the early up, ep- really yeah. early episodes. Uh, another one is Why don't my you hit the YouTube link. Yeah, let's hit the let's. All right, can we kill the background for a minute? No. All right. Um. Let's see. It's been removed. Ah, there you go. Sweet. Awesome. So uh, way to go, Dustin. Way to go. Well, this is uh, like a can't go to YouTube. Old article. I got that. So. Um, my bed banter and beyond the first and best of the episodes where JD and Elliot hook up, which is the one I just mentioned. Um, my way or the highway, uh, JD and Turk struggle with the schism between the medical and surgical worlds. Uh, I don't recall that one. Hilarious West Side Story style production. Number. I don't remember that one either. You remember that one, Dave? Uh, yeah. Um, my occurrence, Brendan Fraser, one of his first appearances. Um, as he plays Dr. Cox's ex-brother-in-law, and he uh, ends up getting diagnosed with leukemia. And that's the, that's the one where um, uh, he's taking all the photographs all the time. Oh, like yeah. That. Yeah. And that's where uh, Masioka from Heroes showed up. 
Yeah. And who was banned, apparently, from the series finale by NBC because they don't want him going over to evil ABC. Which I still swear I saw him in the hallway, but I guess I'm wrong. But I would have sworn I saw him standing at the front of the line. Of course. That's why. They're not not on NBC anymore. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know. Did you uh, not figure? Did you just just remember that? I just think about Uh, that, yeah. I was wondering what you were talking about earlier. Yeah. And Sarah Chalk's able, able to go over to CBS, but, of course, it's because Bill Lawrence is not hesitated in giving criticism to NBC for the yeah. way they treated him. Um, so, quick weird side note here. Well, not weird necessarily, but do you know anything about Bill Lawrence's new show that he's going to try to do? I do not. Okay. Supposedly he's doing one, but I don't know anything about it either. I so can anyway. Wikipedia that, but everybody, yeah. We'll check it out later. Whatever. Uh, all right. My friend, the doctor, um, where Dr. Cox tries to pretend he doesn't have a back injury, and uh, he... He's trying to pick up an ID badge off the floor, scored to Enrique Iglesias' hero. Um, JD also discovers the gender and what? I don't. I don't remember that one. That part doesn't matter. Uh, I don't remember that episode. That episode. There's somebody. I'm not to go back and watch the entire series now. <laughs> uh, My life in four cameras, where JD imagines what his life would be like on a traditional sitcom. That was the one where they actually filmed it live. I think in front of the real audience. Uh, that was a pretty good episode. That was pretty good. Uh, My Jiggly Ball, where uh, it focuses on Kelso, and he has to decide who's going to live and die, basically. Um, My Way Home is the the Wizard of Oz episode, which was, um, gosh, was it two seasons ago? The 100th episode? Yeah. Um, Yeah, that was a really good episode. Was that? All the, like stuff that's in the background that is going on, like painting the yellow line and stuff through the hospital. I don't think I saw that one. And he paints, he paints JD's shoes red, so they're kind of like the slippers. Yeah. Oh. The janitor does. Um, my Half Acre, where Turk auditions for an air band by lip syncing to Belle Biv DeVoe. Summer Poison. And uh, My Lunch, where Cox and JD try to cheer each other up uh, when they misdiagnose someone and it leads to multiple deaths. Um, yeah, yeah I, now that I think about it, I like the episodes with Mandy Morris' girlfriend because I just yeah, loved having right. her on the show. <laughs> Um, and I liked the episode. Oh, I just had it in my head. Now oh, it's gone. Um, oh, the one where Dr. Kelso is sitting on the bench and reminiscing about working at the hospital and stuff, talking to the intern. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then there's also the one where they think he doesn't have any feelings. Like they think Dr. Uh, Dr. Kelso, I mean, is sitting on the bench. Yeah. And then the one where they think Dr. Kelso doesn't have any feelings because he says no to stuff and he's yeah. mean all the time. And then. When he's leaving work, he's always whistling. Yeah, that was a that, really good. You know, he had too. some really good moments in the show, Kelso. Especially that the one of the I think it might have been the season when there was a lady that he used to help outside. Like he used to eat lunch with her on the bench. Was that the same one? No, that's a different one. It was that last. You know what I'm talking about? Maybe it was last season when there was a lady he talked with every day, and then she ends up getting sick and I think dying. And he always had some really when they focused on him, some really became, really good moments. And I think this season he became one of the best characters. This yeah. last season, just his. It was just so random that he was always there. Yeah, but, but his his like moving on to become more of a supportive teacher to everybody and yeah, not not quite that as, is retired and hangs out at the yeah. damn coffee shop constantly. Yeah, what a retirement! <laughs> I'm sure you know if you had retired from JC, you would have just gone up to the right. cafeteria every day and hang out every day. But I love that they try, they call him out on that like it's lame, and then he's like he thinks it's lame, but then eventually he's like. What the hell? I don't give a crap what yeah. anyone thinks. I yeah. love it here. And I love yeah. these muffins. Yeah. Oh, I know. Um, but they do, like, they don't just act like it's normal. <laughs> they do address it, which is cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Good point. Just like I love that Good this point. season, 
they keep addressing the fact that JD and Elliot broke up like a million times. Yeah. And everyone's like, no one gives a crap anymore. It's a good point. That's a good point. It's a good point. So, uh, thumbs up on the finale, huh? Definitely. Thumbs up on the series. I'll, I'll on have the to, whole series. Yeah, I'll have to watch the finale again just to really let it all sink in. I want to watch like the the last scene a couple more times, so you can document each ask? person that gathers in the crowd at the end. Well, yeah, and what I want to see ask? the I want to see the future thems again, and I thought that was really good uh, that their kids get married. Uh, oh, we did. We should have mentioned that the uh, the Todd finally gets a stable relationship in a threesome couple. <laughs> yeah, that was in Tuesday night's episode. Yeah, that was yeah, that was funny. Um, but yeah, I give it thumbs up, thumbs way up as far as at least I'm so glad it got to come to, to a good finale and i hope they don't spin it off that didn't get canceled like two Three. seasons ago or right anything. yeah so thanks to me yeah i'm really glad it got yeah. picked up on abc yeah that was a it was nice to have the final season be in hd and stuff yeah it really was which it, it really probably was. wouldn't have been if it had to stay in nbc mm-hmm. was it never in hd before no really this was the first I guess it season it's always yeah in the the four three ratio low low quality surprised nbc allowed them to use all the old clips yeah, that's a good point. You know what, though? Those are probably owned by... Yeah, they're owned by Disney. By oh, Touchdown. yeah, I guess that's yeah, true. Yeah, so, it is. so they basically gave the middle finger to <laughs> to uh, NBC. Duh. Crazy skills. Um, all right. Well, good times, good times. Um, on the other side, it's actually a weird show because um, we actually have a Star Trek review. Or I do, and maybe Dustin, and maybe Tom's the Tank. Um, so after the break, you'll hear our car in-person review. I guess. Star Trek sound weird after You're this. Ron Burgundy. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> uh, so it's going to sound a little weird, but uh, it'll be our Fuck awesome it, car review system. It'll be more like our intro. It'll sound like Hetz phone call. Right. Absolutely. It'll sound like you're in a steel mill. <laughs> uh, I'm tired of that. Which one. is kind of scary that he's running big machinery, molding the steel as he says or whatever, forging it. But he's on like a, a Bluetooth or whatever scoreboard. Yeah, I wonder Calling is he the break room? Is he on the wrapping uh, the big steel machine right there? Is he like stamping it? stuff? <laughs> he's pouring the hot steel. Tone thing is slamming <laughs> down. Wrapping, yeah. But he's on his Bluetooth. Go ahead and tear up, dude. Scrubs that. It, it's gone. It's got to sink in for you. It really hasn't yet. Yeah. All right. Are you choking up a little bit? I haven't ever gotten right. tired of the old episodes, though, so I'm sure, just like the rest of development, I'll have years of watching left yeah. in it. And I hope it lives on a syndication. Oh, yeah, it already is plenty. Yeah. Comedy Central's grabbed onto it with both hands. Good point. All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys after the break or something. Star Trek it out. Go out high five. And go in. Hello, I'm William Shatner. As you know, this year marks Star Trek's silver anniversary, 25 years of the most imaginative science fiction ever created. In recognition of this event, the Starstruck Corporation is now offering the only official Star Trek 25th anniversary commemorative lithograph. This example of fine art and superb craftsmanship is destined to become a valuable and popular collector's item. Called to boldly go where no one has gone before, this truly magnificent painting salutes the spirit of adventure and the glory of discovery embodied throughout the Star Trek saga. So, pick up your communicators and have your credit cards handy. Supplies are limited, so don't wait. Energize. Call the number on your screens now. Operators are waiting to transport to your coordinates, so don't wait. Call now. 
space, a final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. Its five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. This is Thumbs A Fury with Mark, Dave and Dustin, three brave men who dare to punch pop culture right where it hurts. Your heart and your mind. Are you ready? It's fun time. Yeah, I think I looked up on the record. That's a, that's, that's about 
reasonable explanation. I'll get past it though. Um, I'm not forgetting. But aside from that little technical snafu, um, I'm okay with it. I thought the movie was great. I'm gonna go see it again. I give it a flaming thumbs up. You go see it again. I plan on Flaming thumbs up. It's it, it was a game changer for Star Trek and for Paramount to allow that to allow such. A, and I'm not gonna spoil why it's a game changer, but I thought it would, I give it two thumbs up to Paramount for allowing that. Absolutely, because they have never allowed in the past um, such monumental events, and, and it makes it to where the thing that happens that has happened in previous Star Treks is not inconsequential. And I love that, and uh, I applaud them for that. So. I have thoughts for the uh, African American female as well. Right. She was smoking hot. She's a great gentleman, just on and up. She's good. She's good. She was the hottie man. She was the really great outfit. Again, played Bones in Star Trek. What did you think of uh, Carl Urban and the guy played Chekhov? They were the only two who did any kind of impression of their former, if you discount uh, Zachary Quinto. Uh, well, that's Simon Pegg's natural accent. I mean, we gotta go with that. So, the guy who played Chekhov, he's actually he's actually a Russian guy, but, you know, Russian guys actually say they're V's. So he kind of took on that character. And then Carl Urban is Australian, I want to say. And he he took on the Forrest Kelly's, like, the very distinguished accent. So he did it pretty good at the beginning, I thought. I could have that he had an Australian accent, but I didn't know that he was really trying to go for anything above me on that. Yeah, because, like, I mean, not to bring in somebody else randomly, but, like, the lead guy of the house or whatever, he's, like, British or something. Yeah. And he speaks of fluent English term as well. And I think he pulled that part off, but I didn't think he was actually trying to aim towards a voice. Everybody doing the parts that I feel like even though it didn't bother me that much, that dude trying to play Captain Kirk didn't really do many of his mannerisms or something like that. I guess I don't care, but that's the that's just the one I noticed. Like everybody else seems to be trying to play the part of the people who preceded them. Uh, but he didn't really give anything that I could think of mannerisms-wise. I thought maybe a few of his humorous moments were kind of shot like this, but that's almost in the writing. Yeah, the other days. I mean, that was part of the writing, yeah. I did like the plug-in of the old school lines, like the lines that yeah, established yeah. them as yeah, future trademark lines. Those are pretty good. And I'm at 
at twitter.com slash dmark. See, email burger at gmail.com. Two and four, three, two, nine, nine, two, seven. That's enough. Upsidicket.com. Go to the forums. We have forums there. Join in. High five. Want to tell the world about that crappy big budget flick or get people to buy that barely noticed book or CD that rocked your world? Same really low. Is it just me? Mine are high. I had to turn mine down. Mine were really high. Test, test, test. Maybe it's just me. Oh, the feed? Cream, 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 <laughs> My headphones cream, are loud cream, still. Cream, Mine's in, mine aren't. Don't turn them down. I mean, if they go down any more, then they're like dead quiet. But turn the feed test. up Check, 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 Come soon, some penis cunt cream. <laughs> it doesn't make any that's sense. Odd. <laughs> Unless that's what he's calling the chick that he wants to consume some penis. <laughs> <laughs> consume some penis. Cunt test. Cream. Test. Test. Some penis. test. Cunt.